Welcome to the Unpacking Sunday podcast, where we take a deeper look at what God is speaking to you, to our church, and to the world around us. So grab a coffee, sit back, and let's unpack it together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unpacking Sunday. We've got Luke Nielsen, our worship pastor, with us today. Luke, why don't you say hi to everybody? Hey, church. Just so glad to be here with you, Mike. Yeah, it's good to have you. And we brought you back as promised because we told the listeners that we would talk about lament one day. Right. Yeah, so we were doing a podcast episode all about worship, and somehow we ended up talking about lament. I think, uh, how did we get there? Do you remember? I think we were mostly talking about this idea about how church and corporate gatherings, our focus really is on the positive things right. about what God does. Mm-hmm. And, the, and we were just talking about how church should be an overflow of that, and we right. should be prepared for that on a heart level. But... It also needs to be said that there's this part of our life that is we all struggle with things and there's difficulties and we come across the storms of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, lament really is, I think, the language of that. And right. as we've seen through all through the Bible, through the Psalms and particularly, and even the book of Lamentations, it's like this is a big part of who we are as Christians. Right. And um, I think in the modern church, in the Western church, mm-hmm. um, we kind of struggle to have language for that. We just right. kind of want to kind of more focus on the good things as opposed to recognizing the hard things, and right. especially in our worship, this mm-hmm. idea of simply just wanting to acknowledge that, that who God is and what he's done. Um, but there is also that authentic approach to the fact that God, like my life is really, really hard. Where are mm-hmm. you in this? You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how that even be a big part of how we worship and, sure. and how we approach worship. Yeah. Actually, I think it's like a third of the Psalms mm-hmm. are Psalms of lament. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that's where it came from. I remember I watched a video before our last podcast episode talking about how come we don't worship. Like if, David wrote all these things, mm-hmm. and, right? He's this great worshiper mm-hmm. that we talk about. And so much of what he wrote mm-hmm. was about the hardship of life, right? but about God's faithfulness in the midst of his hardship. Right. So if you had to give a definition for like, what is lament, like a mm-hmm. Miri- Merriam-Webster definition, right, right. What, would you, what would you say? Um, I would say lament is the historic prayer language for hurting Christians. It provides a biblical vocabulary and a model for talking to God about our pain or helping those who are walking through suffering. Okay, so it's about talking about our pain and suffering, but to a specific person, to God. Right. Right, so we're not just like running our mouth or venting about all the hard things in our life. No, no. And I I think that's the difference between grief and lament. Right. I think grief is this state of pain and suffering that we're in, mm-hmm. recovery or attempted recovery from suffering, mm-hmm. from hardship. And lament really is that kind of faith mixed into it, knowing that who God is in the midst of our pain and knowing that he has good things in store. Right. And that really is kind of the basis of what lament is, you know. But that's a huge challenge, I think. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. we are in, like, in the pits, right? Like we're yeah. really in it. Right. That's really hard. But I remember I was reading an article about lament as well. And the writer was saying that lament is maybe um, unique only to Christians in the mm-hmm. sense that lament includes this idea mm-hmm. that we are 
um, talking about our grief and our pain to mm-hmm. God. And in the midst of our grief and pain, we're recognizing God's sovereignty and mm-hmm. his goodness in the midst of it. Right. So it differentiates it between just like how we were saying, grieving right. or venting, which really anybody can mm-hmm. do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. What, what kind of space should lament have in the church or in maybe if it's not like the church like sunday morning gathering let's maybe just start in the church as the body of christ Mm -hmm. is there room for us to Mm -hmm. lament corporately yeah i i think there is you know i think it's it's hard because we definitely have fallen into this kind of western civilization evangelical church Mm. kind of this idea that we only really want to focus on the good things you know we were even just talking about this idea of wearing your sunday best what does that mean you know like putting on your best face putting on your best suit that you can come to church looking like you're well put together everything is good as you know and you know that is part of the beauty of this idea of lament is that we can express the turning point that can happen because Mm. we have faith Right. Because we have Jesus and, and uh, because of the work that he's done for us on the cross. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I think this idea of recognizing how we fall short, mm. recognizing um, that Christians shouldn't have to look per- perfect, a perfect right. life, white picket yeah. fence kind of yeah. vibe, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, no, I think the church can be a proper representation of how... Um, that we are um, failing humans, but mm. we have hope in Jesus, right. you know? And, and I think that the scales have tipped a little bit to this idea of, in the, in not necessarily even our church per se, you know, I would say some, but right. in the, the big C church in, in our Western culture, it's this idea of, you know, you, you go to church um, when you're in the right headspace or right. when your life is put together, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, as opposed to this idea of coming to the cross in your brokenness, mm. you know, like, um, is it, um, Brennan Manning, you know, his whole big thing is, is like, come as you are, not as you should be. Right. Right. And I love that. That's from the Ragamuffin gospel. And, right. and that really is kind of the basis of this idea of lament of, of coming as you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there, how do we walk the line then? Of mm. like how much of our grief and suffering do we wear mm-hmm. and expose to those around us? Right. And are there certain times where it's maybe more appropriate or less appropriate? Or maybe mm-hmm. no, maybe we just wear it openly. Mm-hmm. Like what does it actually look like for us as Christians yeah, to well, lament? Yeah, well, I think like it's hard because it's easy to just throw it into our corporate gatherings, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and maybe that's where the imbalance is is that lament and grief and suffering isn't usually and shouldn't necessarily be something that's on public display. Hmm. You know, um, I think even just the recognition is healthy right. and prayerfully pursuing it, being open to the idea of this expression of um, even just admitting our failures in worship, you know, mm-hmm. in those moments that we have between songs of just this idea of like, as opposed to just saying thank you, hmm. We should lean to the side of also, you know, including this idea of saying, I'm sorry, hmm. you know, um, to get down to the basics of it. And um, 
I was reading in uh, this article in the Gospel Coalition this week, and they I, they had some really good um, insight about how... Um, here, let me just read this thing for you. It says, The contemporary uh, evangelical churches and their worship are unfortunately guilty of mimicking and adopting the cultural message of an optimistic facade with screams of inauthenticity and irrelevance in a world of broken and hurt people. While the gospel stories ends in an ultimate hope, we must not be hasty and skip the hurt and the brokenness that accompanied it. Lament, therefore, is a proper and even necessary expression of corporate worship. Hmm. Here are three considerations as to why lament is important in church's worship. And it just kind of goes into this idea of, um, yeah, the the Psalms, really. And it's like, it, and it reflects of what David, so he just lays out three Psalms here of how, what, some of David's language, and it's like, I'm worn out from my groaning. All night I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. That's Psalm 6-6. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. In my distress I groan aloud and I'm reduced to skin and bones. That's Psalm 102. Mm -hmm. And then my tears have been my food day and night, while Mm -hmm. people say to me all day long, where is your God? That's Mm -hmm. Psalm 42. Um, yeah, so in recognition of, you know, what this expression of who David is, how, how is that applicable to our corporate gatherings? Well, I think, you know, we do a lot of focus on this idea of, like, as we gather and then we reflect on the message that is preached and then we'll have a time of prayer, you know, and I even within our worship, I think, you know, a po- practical steps could be, this idea of leaning into this idea of are you worn out and are you broken and do you need prayer for that? You know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. like this, this just the basic stuff about as opposed to, you know, and I'm, I, I don't want to come across sounding like we are an optimistic facade church. Mm-hmm. I, this is really in reference to the Western church, the mm-hmm. big C church. And, um, but yeah, I think as we are talking about lament and this idea of an expression of faith within our grieving, within the hardship of life, um, within our corporate gatherings, I think we do a pretty good job of, you know, we're, we're presenting the gospel clearly. We're thanking God for uh, salvation mm-hmm. um, for, uh, and, and pointing to his holiness. But, um, yeah, I think it's this idea of people, where are you at? Where our congregation, where are you at in your life, and how can we pray for you mm-hmm. in that? You know, this as as a as opposed to just these kind of higher things of let's pray for, you know, um, a deeper sense of righteousness or holiness, which we all need. But um, I think sometimes people just need to come to church and hear, um, "Are you broken? Are you weary? Come mm-hmm. to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let do you need comfort? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing." Yeah, so. It sounds like maybe this idea of um, lamenting, it is a private thing like mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. for sure do, mm-hmm. but then maybe it's best experienced or played out in a small mm-hmm. group, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just another reminder why it's so important even in churches to be part of a life group or small group mm-hmm. or some sort of community of people who can mm-hmm. really actually know you, mm-hmm. Uh deeply and intimately mm-hmm. what's going on in your life right mm-hmm. and so that they can be coming alongside you mm-hmm. in that way that you're talking about right mm-hmm. and you know i think like 
if we look at the model of the early church, that's what the church looked like, you mm-hmm. know? Um, it was smaller groups, right? Mm-hmm. Not to say that corporate gatherings are unhealthy or whatnot, but I think, yeah, this, this, the realistic, authentic approach to lament, yeah, it is in intimate settings. It's in, it's in those counseling sessions with your close group of people you're doing life with, right? right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, one person that I was reading about lament, they were saying that they were saying that maybe lament is one of the most um, like theologically, what did they say? Theologically informed actions that we can take because it recognizes both that we are uh, in the midst of suffering, but then it also recognizes the attributes of God in the midst of our suffering. The minute that we're lamenting, it shows our theology, what we mm-hmm. think about God. Mm-hmm. And so what are we saying? Like, if we're lamenting in a healthy way, what are those things that we're saying to God? What are we remembering about him? Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, like, one of my favorite um, references in the Psalms is, as how David says, like, you know, just it's the memories of your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing and reflecting that... Um, that God is good and he is faithful right. and he has good and wonderful things in store. Yeah. Not always easy, yeah. but good and wonderful things. And um, the basis of our faith is, is in, ho- in mountaintops and in valleys that we were able to turn to God. And yes, thank him for the good things he's done, but also thank him for the good things we know he will do. Like right. we we're talking on Sunday. What mm-hmm. if we lived our life hmm. prepared Right. For God to answer our prayers. Yeah. And I think lament is that idea of your ground level or your baseline within lament isn't in a healthier good space. It's mm-hmm. in this my life is falling apart. Right. My heart is broken. Yeah. But still I will believe and I will trust right. in you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's even how David speaks in many of the Psalms. He'll mm-hmm. say, like, for example, I'm not quoting one now, but mm-hmm. just in memory, he'll say things like, you know, my enemies are on every side, mm-hmm. but Lord, you are my hope. You are mm-hmm. my refuge. Yeah. And so I will take comfort in mm-hmm. you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's remembering like, yeah, my life is really hard mm-hmm. right now, but in, in Jesus, I have what I need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately I will have what I need. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that sometimes it doesn't mean right now or like no. in this life, right? No. Life can be very challenging. Yeah. It's that, that idea of holding on to hope, mm-hmm. of clinging to Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's unseen, mm-hmm. even though um, oftentimes it feels like maybe even distant. But, you know, it's that faith is, is even though in this moment, uh, like the, in one of those Psalms, like where the world is saying around you, where is your God? Right. And it's like, no, I'm going to hold on to your promises, mm-hmm. you know, that of that you are, your faithfulness will come through. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess what we're, what we're just saying is that there is a struggle like between mm-hmm. these things, like life is hard and God is good. And mm-hmm. we're walking though that kind of line mm-hmm. when we're lamenting. Right. And that's different. Like we said, than just grieving or, you mm-hmm. know, talking about yeah. life's hardship. Yeah. But that we're recognizing the goodness of God that ultimately, Mm-hmm. Um, he comes through on his word. Ultimately, we are safe and rescued in mm-hmm. his hands, right? Mm-hmm. So, so how do we do that? How do we, maybe we can end on that question. How as a church, mm-hmm. uh, even outside of Sunday morning, mm-hmm. let's say, how do we cultivate an environment where people can experience both the hardship of life and the goodness of God? 
mm-hmm. like maybe just give us a pointer or two. What can yeah. I do if I'm listening to this? Well, I think in those conversations and in mm-hmm. those spaces where you're connecting with people mm-hmm. um, who, you know, have things going on in their life, mm-hmm. it is just even the simplest form of um, that authentic approach to how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, your life is falling apart. Can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Can, can we invite Jesus into this conversation? Right. Holy Spirit, would you speak? Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, would you come right. and bring peace? Yeah. And would you guide and lead yeah. in those dark spaces, in mm-hmm. those dark places? And just, uh, yeah, even just stating like, God, like I believe, we believe in your guidance through these things. And that you say that even what the locust has stolen away, I can recover, you know, right. and, and I think, yeah, I think it's those, those one-on-one conversations or in a group, it's, it's welcoming Jesus into mm-hmm. those spaces right. and saying, even though it seems dark and bleary and the future is unknown, mm-hmm. um, we believe that you have good things right. in store. Not always easy, yeah. but good. And, you know, I think lamenting, and if I were to just end on this, and then maybe you could pray for our church, for yeah. people who are listening and maybe hurting. Yeah. But I think in lament, the, maybe the, one of the differences is that lament drives us toward God, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes our grief and our pain can mm-hmm. make us want to move away from him. Mm-hmm. Lament ensures that we are drawing close mm-hmm. to him yeah. in the midst of hardship. Yeah. So I guess that's an encouragement for our church. It's right. like keep drawing toward God. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep remembering his goodness and his faithfulness in the mm-hmm. midst of struggle and that he's walking beside you. So maybe you could just pray for mm-hmm. people who are maybe listening, who mm-hmm. are walking through a challenging time. Of course. Yeah. Well, Lord, we just uh, lift up to anyone who may be hearing this, who has um, these unknowns, these these um, grievous situations in their lives, these circumstances that seem um, they're far from hope. Um, Father, I just pray that you shed your light um, and remind those people of your promises, um, Lord, that they would uh, be reminded of those memories of your faithfulness, of how through time and time again, you're always there, you're always close. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would speak to hearts, God, that you would um, uh, lead into um, that peace that passes understanding. God, that um, in spite of situations seeming um, out of control, Lord, that um, you would remind them that uh, you are present, that you are there, that you are walking in step with them and leading them, Father. I Mm -hmm. pray, God, for um, people in seasons of life where they're calling out to you, um, saying, where are you in this situation? Father, I pray that you give them eyes to see of your, what you are doing, mm-hmm. um, and ears to hear your voice, God, that um, where people seem lost, Father, that um, they can know that you are close, that you are near, that you are not distant, that you have not removed yourself from those situations, mm-hmm. but God, that you are faithful in all things, you're always working, you're always leading, and you're always drawing us closer to you. So I just for a real realization of that, Father, um, Yeah, I would just pray that you continue to heal hearts and lead people into a deeper place of knowing you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Luke, it's been good to have you. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. 
Unpacking Sunday is a podcast of Carover Road Christian Fellowship Church. If you have any questions or discussion topics, please email us at unpackingsunday at crcfchurch.com or visit our website at crcfchurch.com.